physical health problems significantly increase our risk of developing mental health problems and vice versa. Nearly one in every three people with a long-term physical health condition also has a mental health problem, most often depression and anxiety. That comes from mentalhealth.org. Y'all, y'all know this. Our physical health is linked to our mental health. But today we have some tips on how to handle all that. And yeah, y'all, keep your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I have a new sweatshirt I'm pretty pumped about. I wear it on the regular. It says mental health is health. And I want to flip that around to today, my friends, and say physical health is mental health, vice versa. Did you know that we are holistic beings? And I know that we might understand that conceptually, but do we really, really get it? Do we really believe it? I could go on a big old stinking rampage about this, but I'm going to save it because we have Someone with us today who lays down some fire, and I hope that it sinks into your bones, because if you are interested in working on your mental health, there needs to be a conversation about your physical health. And I'm not saying you'll be a bodybuilder, but I am saying drink some stinking water, my friends. Go outside. Get your sweat on. Whew. I told you I wasn't going on Rampage, and I'm lying to you. Before we get started, y'all, we have a survey linked up in our show notes that we now have for our listeners to give us some feedback about what you think about this show, things you enjoy, things you don't, because we really care. We want to make something exceptional for you and support you on your mental health journey. So click the link in the show notes. It's right there. Simple, simple. Speaking of simple, your physical health, your mental health. Sometimes we overcomplicate so much. I know I do. Today we have on Ciara Carter, who's a behavioral analyst, personal trainer, and marathon runner, untangling the psychology to help understand our mental and physical health. She says that, you know, your physical health, your mental health is a big old serious thing we need to think about. But a lot of times we don't tie those two together. It's kind of funny because a lot of people actually take on fitness as a mental challenge. Well, I can't run. I don't have the motivation to run, you know, and they they attribute that to their mental health, their mental state. And they're thinking, um, I'm not going to be able to get over this hump to even go for a run, to go do burpees, to even show up at the gym. They, They stop themselves there. A lot of people don't realize that outside in the actual literature itself, People are actually starting to recommend running to decrease anxiety and decrease depression. And it's having very similar, if not the same effects as a lot of these um, prescription drugs that people are recommending and people are are getting for anxiety and depression. Now, the only caveat here, which is kind of the hump that people can't seem to get over, is it says regular exercise, regular running for anxiety and depression, not I go out and run for three miles once a week and all of a sudden my anxiety and depression is gone. No, just like you're taking your regular prescription drugs on a daily basis, you should be practicing that fitness, that um, physical activity for your anxiety and your depression. And it's just it, I, exactly like it's it's something that people, it, we are so quick to take that quick fix pill. We are so quick to take it, but we are so slow in understanding that 
if we take care of our bodies, if we take care of our physical fitness and physical self, it will also help our mental being. But also if we take care of our mental being, we will, it will help our physical self. And it goes hand to hand, but some people always just choose one side of that. And they will be the people that go to the salt cave and say, oh, I take care of my mental health. But they're also the ones that will head to Sonic or McDonald's right afterwards and just chow down only like processed foods that are going to make their gut health unhealthy. That's going to, in return, really ruin their hormones. It's going to probably increase anxiety, increase depression because your gut works with your brain. All Everything inside your body literally works together. And it's just one of those things where if you can take care of your physical health, I promise you, even if you don't even do mental mind games or self-help books or whatever it is that you're doing right now for your mental health, you're going to feel better already just taking care of your physical health. When in your personal life did you marry this idea of mental health, physical health? Because you're an advocate for it with your own platform. Big time. I actually married it when I ended up in the hospital. I was severely anemic. And if if anybody knows hemoglobin levels, I was at 2.9. Now, I, I just talked to a new doctor the other night and he's like, that's not possible. I'm like, I know. I know it's not possible. Every single doctor told me it's not possible that I'm at 2.9 and still alive. I was 17 years old. If you're a 17 year old, that's pretty much told you should be dead. This is going to scare the heck out of you. And I realized not only was this because I didn't have, you know, my education on nutrition and health and fitness was just so poor because the school systems don't teach it whatsoever. But my mental health was awful. And as a teenager and like a a growing adolescent human being, everything is crazy. Your hormones are insane and your mental health is just not stable. So when I started to kind of retake my life back after being in the hospital, I started to realize I could just get my physical health to be top notch. You know, my eating's way better, you know, balanced diet. Don't take out the meat. Don't just eat lettuce. Don't just, you know, don't just eat meat. Have a nice balanced diet. I started feeling better mentally. And it took a long time to get here because I used to have anxiety. I was depressed for years. And this was as a, as a teenager. And I started to realize when you eat better, I was testing better when I was in college. I was able to not be so stressed out on tests. Test anxiety was lower when I actually had a balanced diet, when I actually ate breakfast and when I actually slept. Because we forget that sleep's also in there for the mental health and the physical portion because it's all recovery. So it was around there through high school and college that I thought, well, this is funny. If people just got on their routines and really perfected their daily habits around exercise and the right food and the right diet, imagine how amazing a society that we could like create if people were at their just their very best every single day instead of lacking in physical exercise or diet. And I'm not I'm not trying to say this to anybody. Oh, you're lazy. Oh, you eat poorly. But I'm trying to bring awareness. And I, I can't find any other way than just saying you're going to feel better if you actually start taking into account just moving a little bit. And I'm talking about maybe you want to garden. Maybe you want to go out for a 20 minute walk. Anything that's going to get your blood flowing is going to start making your body feel better. Yeah. Is there any other tactical small steps that you would recommend maybe with with the diet piece? You said, you know, go for exercise, starting small, like gardening or 20 minute walk. Uh, Sometimes if you're like in a really crazy spot, you're like, I don't even have the bandwidth or maybe you're insecure that you're not going to be able to, you know, we just beat ourselves up so much. So what are some of the small tactical steps with 
with implementing some of this? If we're talking specifically nutrition, just like we were talking about water, I'm telling you right now, I have, I have a client and she, I mean, we're all over the place with different things that we're doing, but biggest thing that I told her that she needs to increase and she needs to change and just focus on this one piece. And she told me last night, it superseded into other aspects is increase her water intake. She would tell me that she'd probably drink maybe like a half a bottle of one of those waters and the rest was coffee, the rest was wine, and the rest was whatever else she could drink, but it was caffeinated or maybe it was alcohol. And a lot of these are diuretics that are going to actually dehydrate you. Now, when she started, she's only drinking, she only increased it about, you know, bottle and a half. So she's drinking about two and a half bottles now a day. And she told me she feels better. She doesn't feel so tired in the afternoon. This, this is like a small increase and she's kept everything else the same. Like we've talked about everything else the same. She's still drinking the wine. She's still doing everything else, but she increased the water intake. And you know what she also told me? She doesn't crave sweets as much. This is the way I kind of explain it to a lot of people. Your body, if you think about it, we always say we crave sweets when we're stressed, right? Well, if you're creating stress within your body, you're not working out and now your body's trying to do, uh, you know, over time because maybe the blood's not pumping as well it should be, or maybe it's dehydrated and it's stressing different parts of your body. It's gone away from homeostasis, this like really nice place your body likes to live. And so you're going to crave things. Maybe you're going to get anxious. Your body has different ways of showing, hey, something's wrong. Like I need you to take care of me before I can take care of you and figure things out in your life. And so that's kind of what I attributed this to thinking, well, you know, her body was probably dehydrated. You know, she probably couldn't think clearly in the afternoon and her body just craved the carbs because it was stress. Something was causing that stressor. So a lot of people will eat sweets. A lot of people will get tired and look for that sugary snack, that sugary coffee, that donut, whatever it is, because your body's off of this homeostasis that we really thrive and our body just thrives and just wants to survive on. Make sure you connect with Ciara at runthrivesurvive.com. Her show, she has a podcast that goes more and more into this, is there as well as her coaching. But before we go, anything else? You know, when it, it wasn't until I became a runner did I realize physical obstacles that you face create such mental strongholds where you can look. So running, for example, you have to push through the pain. I now take that into my career where it's, you know, we're entrepreneurs. There's a lot of obstacles in front of us. But if you can think, well, if I made it from mile 25 to 26, when I felt like I was dying, I can write this email and send it to this person that I'm scared of a response from, you know, it's those types of things where it's just that mental mindset that physical, anything physical is going to help you overcome. And you're going to be a stronger person physically and mentally. So get out and move, y'all. Drink some stinking water. And like she said, you don't have to change everything. All these habits build upon each other. So even if you just focus on one thing, it does matter. Don't be too hard on yourself. Small baby steps. Now listen, whether it is doing what BJ Novak does to get in a good mood, using an alter ego to be braver, or sweating it out for your mental health. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours 
happy. 